0: Like, are you a fist pumper, a woo a hand clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right now, let's go to the Achieve a Credit Union hotline and check in with Grace Panetta, senior politics reporter for insider to talk about more fallout from the 2020 election grace thanks for spending a few minutes with us this evening so there's a few issues i want to run through and let's start in arizona where the 2020 election still a big topic what's going on out there
1: yeah it's a great question and one that is you know a little bit tricky to answer um because it's a whole mishmash of things so essentially the republican controlled state senate in arizona did something very unprecedented, which has not been done in U.S. politics and has little precedent internationally either, and in that they took control over the more than 2 million ballots that were cast in the 2020 presidential election in Maricopa County, which is the largest in Arizona, hundreds of voting equipment, and turned it over all to a small Florida-based firm called Cyber Ninjas to do what they're calling an audit slash recount. And it's important to note that a lot of election officials really, really disagree with calling it an audit. Um, It is not a traditional sort of audit, but it's all sort of furthering these lies and these insinuations that the 2020 election was stolen, even after Maricopa County's results have already been audited twice. But this is a full recount essentially.
0: And, And what's with the bamboo? Wasn't there something about bamboo on the ballots? Yeah. So <laughs> that, you didn't think you were going to get out of this without me asking you about that, did you?
1: <laughs> I know. Seriously, seriously. And so this is why a lot of election officials and experts really, really disagree with this exercise being called a legitimate audit um, in recount. because according to um, one of the leaders, one of the Senate liaisons, the recounters who were hired at the direction of cyber ninjas in the state Senate have apparently been examining the paper ballots. Arizona all votes on paper ballots, but examining those for bamboo fibers out of the (laughs) outgrowth of the conspiracy theory that was pushed by the former attorney general, Bill Barr, that foreign countries were going to interfere in the election by sending out fake mail ballots, which has so many problems with it. I don't even know where to start. It obviously did not happen, but this is why the process is so controversial And a lot of people are, you know, accusing it of not being a legitimate audit or recount, um, you know, furthering these conspiracy theories.
0: Well, you just hope they have their tinfoil hats on as they're scanning ballots for bamboo. All right, let's move to Michigan where there's a new lawsuit that has the former president promising his supporters that bombshell they've been waiting for is finally going to drop. What's that all about?
1: Yeah. So it's, You know, you'll remember from last year there was this whole conspiracy theories, and a lot of the conspiracy theories about Dominion voting systems, Um, an election vendor who was now who are now suing many big, high-profile conservative media figures for defamation. It was a conspiracy theory that came out of a small Michigan county called Antrim County, where a human error by the county clerk in tabulating the votes initially showed. There were about 2,000 votes for Joe Biden, and then she quickly fixed the error and correctly a lot of those votes for Trump. But that, of course, did not stop the conspiracy train. Um, You know, those that county's election was fully audited, a full risk-limiting audit with a hand recount and affirmed that Trump won the county. But there's this remaining lawsuit um, filed by a resident of the county. It was not actually over the presidential race, but that is over the results of a town-level ballot initiatives to allow a recreational uh, marijuana dispenser to open that this plaintiff, um, William Bailey, is, is suing over. And he's, again, using this lawsuit to continue to push false claims of fraud and rigged elections and is trying to... You know, demand another audit of all the voting equipment. And this, of course, furthers Trump's conspiracy theories about the election. So Trump has been heavily promoting this lawsuit as a bombshell, uh, which, you know, it is not. This is very little chance of of going anywhere.
0: And again, this is coming out of a county that was fully audited, hand recounted, and Trump won the county.
1: Yeah, Trump won the county with over 60 percent of the vote. Um, And, you know, continuing to push, hold on to the hope of this long shot Um, lawsuit.
0: It's, it's just amazing to watch. I'm joined by senior politics reporter for Insider, Grace Panetta. Look, we've talked about this numerous times before and repeating it probably won't change any minds at this point, but I still hear from people who think the election was stolen that the judges never saw the evidence. They tossed the cases without looking at what team Trump had to offer. And that's just not true, right?
1: No, it's not correct. And if you remember, there were over 60 lawsuits filed by former President Trump's team and his allies in the wake of the 2020 election. And this is the thing, when you have post-election lawsuits, not all of them are going to go to trial. Many will get dismissed for lack of standing or other issues voluntarily dismissed. There were some that went to trial. There were hearings. There were many, many court filings. This is all in the public record, easily documented. Um, but yes, all the ones... All of these lawsuits were, you know, dismissed. It didn't go anywhere and didn't result in the overturning of any election results for a reason, which is that the election was not stolen.
0: And the ones that didn't go to trial, they were tossed because they lacked standing.
1: Didn't the Trump legal
0: team get to present evidence in those cases, too?
1: Yeah, so they they presented a lot of really, really um, baseless allegations um, of fraud and misconduct. A lot of these mislinks back to the Michigan lawsuit came out of these same people they claimed to be security experts or, you know, forensic experts who they said were going to show this massive fraud. And it all sort of fell apart um, under scrutiny. And a lot of judges just said, like, you don't have the evidence to show, reasonably show that, for example, you should get this injunction or to a more extreme level, you know, you, the, the election results will be overturned and the state legislature will appoint electors. So all the judges that saw the evidence that was presented, none of them, none of them bought it.
0: I'm joined by senior politics reporter for Insider Grace Panetta, who you can follow on Twitter, Grace underscore Panetta. All right, now let's get to Ted Cruz. So as different Republican-led states like Georgia and Florida passed election reforms, Democrats alleged it was all essentially Jim Crow 2.0. Now Cruz is alleging what Democrats are trying to do at the federal level is like Jim Crow. (laughs) Everything is Jim Crow these days. What was Ted Cruz accusing the Democrats of specifically?
1: Yeah, so this is basically sort of some classic Ted Cruzian trolling of the Democrats. So to give some context, um, on Tuesday, the uh, Senate Rules Committee took up the For the People Act, known as HR1 or S1. It's Democrats' huge flagship democracy reform bill. This market went on for many, many hours. Uh, and one of the arguments that Ted Cruz was making um, was he was sort of doing a, a sort of a jab back at Democrats. It was called bills like George's Jim Crow 2.0. And then he made this um, very misleading and false argument that, in fact, this bill, the For the People Act, by mandating uh, automatic voter registration, is Jim Crow because he falsely claimed that it would result in Millions of undocumented immigrants being put on the voter rolls, which is not true, and he has no evidence to support that. And this you know, sort of became a big point of back and forth during uh, during the markup. But how
0: would the automatic voter registration setup work if it were enacted? Because there are some major parts of the Democrats' voting and elections legislation that have raised concerns, and not just among Republicans.
1: Yeah, exactly. So with the automatic. Um, Voter registration component of it. You know, it's important to note that I think over 17 states in the District of Columbia now have automatic voter registration. And in every state, if you're a legal immigrant but not a citizen, you can get a driver's license. And we don't see this massive issue of undocumented or ineligible um, immigrants getting on the rolls either in states with automatic voter registration or, you know, under federal law, DMVs are required to give people the opportunity to register to vote. And the reason for that is, you know, motor vehicle departments and systems do a pretty, do a good job of keeping both um, citizen license holders and non-citizen license holders separate in their databases. They're sort of a separate process. People who are not citizens and can't, you know, present, for example, a passport, as I remember I had to do when I got my driver's license. Um, they're, you know, in a separate database, and aren't offered the opportunity to register to vote. And that's a point that many Democrats made during the market, but, you know, he's raising an issue that is not playing out, um, in the real world. But yes, you are right that there are other components of the bill that are controversial and that election officials from all sides have, have raised concerns with. It's a huge, it's almost 900 pages long. <laughs>
0: so while we're talking about this for the people act, what is the process going to be like following the Senate markup? Where does this whole thing go from there?
1: Yeah. So the, the markup, um, happened yesterday, essentially, um, um, Chairwoman Klobuchar um, put forth a manager's amendment that sort of responded to some of these concerns from election officials that some of the deadlines and requirements and mandates in the bill Uh, would would be unrealistic
0: um right and so clearly it looks like the senate is going to change the bill and then there's still a huge question whether or not they have the votes they likely don't because this isn't something that can pass through reconciliation with just a simple majority it needs 60 and the votes just aren't there republicans are not going to go for this
1: no yeah that's absolutely right yeah reconciliation can only be used for things that directly affect the budget and this does not which is why it has such a slim chance of passing and because, you know, to overcome the filibuster, you need 60 votes. That means 10 Republicans would have to support it, which is extreme. It is not going to happen because yeah. there are some Democrats like Joe Manchin um, who aren't supporting this bill. So that's why all the action is in the state.
0: And even if it got through the Senate, which it's not going to, the changes that would have had to have been made to get it through the Senate, it's got to go back to the House.
1: Exactly. Yeah. 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 In Congress, you know, both chambers have to pass the same bill. And we saw this play out with some of the, uh, with the stimulus package. And before that, um, the, the CARES Act is both, both houses have to pass the same legislation that goes to the president's desk. So that's, and especially with Congress trying to do infrastructure too. I mean, yeah. it's very unlikely for this to pass.
0: Is this bill, the For the People Act, is this something that the White House is really getting behind or they're taking more of a hang back, wait and see approach to
1: this? Yeah. So President Biden himself has spoke out very, very strongly and very forcefully against some of the legislation that um, has, you know, been some of these laws in states like Georgia, especially that restricts voting in some ways spoken out, you know, very strongly against that. But ultimately, the White House's big priority at the moment is this infrastructure package. And that's sort of taking up all, all of the main focus at the moment.
0: I'm joined by senior politics reporter for Insider Grace Panetta, who covers elections and voting. One last question for you. I know you've been following what's happening here in Florida with our elections reform law very closely. The governor recently signed it into law. And immediately after that, there were lawsuits. Anything stand out to you about the lawsuits that were filed?
1: Yeah. So on the day that this was signed into law, of course, we had multiple civil rights and advocacy groups. Um, ready to go with federal lawsuits. Some groups, including the League of Women Voters of Florida um, and Black Voters Matter, filed a lawsuit in a federal court on First Amendment grounds. The NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund challenged the law under the Voting Rights Act. Um, these are these lawsuits are gonna take a long time. And quite frankly, federal courts have tend to defer to states and state legislatures. Um, over some of these claims by voters and you know are more deferential to policy that was enacted by state lawmakers i mean we could be surprised i you know do not foresee this entire law being struck down just based on you know what's in it but i guess we'll we'll see how this plays out it's a long slog with these federal lawsuits
0: could it have an impact on the 2022 midterms or it likely won't be resolved before then
1: Yeah, it's just hard to know the timeline Mm, um, of of some of these lawsuits, so I don't want to just say outright whether they'll be resolved for them. But definitely, certainly the fact that this law was drafted and passed and signed by the governor, especially because Florida is likely to get a lot of national attention, I think the bill itself will play a role.
0: All right, Grace Panetta, senior politics reporter for Insider, covering elections and voting. You can find her reporting at businessinsider.com, and you can find her on Twitter at Grace underscore Panetta. Grace, we ran through a lot. Thank you so much for taking the time to break all of that down for us. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me.